Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. There's no way Dame is happy about this, and I think things have the potential to get very, very messy. I want to talk about this damn NBA memo again. And for all those Portland trolls saying, oh my God, Heat fans are in shambles. No, 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 my friend. Quite the opposite. But I'm going to get into that a little bit later in this video. So I did already talk about this NBA memo a little bit like two days ago when it happened. It was an instant reaction video. I just put out a rant so fast that I forgot to even plug in my mic. So the audio quality wasn't as good over there. But I had a lot of people agreeing with me. Obviously, all the Heat fans that know how the Heat always get screwed by the league. I have some examples of that I'm going to get into later this video also. And then there was all the Portland fans just saying, hey, uh, they don't have to do right by Dame. Their only obligation is to pay him, blah, blah, blah. Same stuff we've been talking about for what, what are we on Dame Watch? Like day 20, was it July 1st? Are we on day 30 of Dame Watch? I don't know if it's been that long, but it very it very well has. It very well might have been. But anyways, today I, I wanted to actually do some notes to make sure that I discuss everything revolving the situation because I missed a lot in that video. So one of the comments that I got the most that video was, uh, oh, it is messed up what Dame and his agent are doing. They're manipulating the trade market. They are, they're, they're in the wrong. You shouldn't be so mad about this situation. I don't disagree with that. In a sense, it is kind of messed up that they're essentially manipulating the trade market, right? I understand they want to get Dame where he wants to go, but what they're doing can be seen as a little dirty, I suppose. But my issue is not, my, I'm not saying that's not true, right? My issue is the hypocrisy in this situation because every star player does that. I mean, we know the list of guys in recent years. Anthony Davis only wanted the Lakers. Paul George only wanted the Clippers. James Harden multiple times when he left Houston, he only wanted the Nets. That was known. Now he's in Philly. He only wants the Clippers. That's known. KD, when he was in Brooklyn, he only wanted the Suns. That was known. And a lot of times there's these second teams thrown out, like Miami Heat for Kevin Durant, uh, for example. I don't actually think they ever had a shot there. And even if they did initially, it did come out a little bit later on, a few days later, that he only wanted Phoenix. James Harden, we've known he's wanted the Clippers forever. Now, that's coming more from the media. But what's the difference? A lot of people might say, hey, the issue is that it's coming straight from Dame's agent. That's not okay. Whereas for James Harden, it's coming from the media. Players get out their message in different ways. It's the same thing at the end of the day. Until Dame personally comes out and says, only trade me to Miami, then, then you can't make that argument that this situation is different, okay? They all, get, they all get their message out in different ways. And so far, Dame's agent hasn't publicly came out and said, hey, he, he's only going to play in Miami. If he gets traded elsewhere, he's not going to play. It's been media that has been reporting what his agent, Aaron Goodwin, might have said. Another argument that people make is they say, hey, this is different from the Harden situation because Harden only had one year left on his deal. So obviously in that case, theoretically, Harden would have more leverage because he can say, hey, I'm not going to resign with you in a year because so don't trade for me, right? 
Whereas Dame has four years left on his contract. So essentially, he either has to retire or play the next four years for whatever team he's traded to, right? But I think that you're looking at that the wrong way. Because Dame could have just left in free agency, right? But he resigned, and now they are able to trade him, which in theory helps the Blazers because they are still getting assets for him instead of him just walking for nothing. It would almost be looked at as a signing trade, except he played one year after signing, and now he's going to be traded. So if anything, that helps the Portland Trail Blazers. Also, imagine if Dame didn't sign the extension, right? He wanted to win a ring with Portland. It's not that he doesn't, it's not that he dislikes Portland. It's that he wants to win a ring, right? So he re-signed under the promise, and I don't even want to say assumption because these were promises from Joe Cronin. We know this. Under the promise that they would do everything in their power to build a contender now. Not to rebuild, to build a team that can win right now. And what did they do? They did nothing. They traded, well, they, they did stuff. Not to help build a contender, though. They traded Josh Hart for draft picks. They traded CJ McCollum for draft picks. They signed Jeremy Grant, a guy who was already on the roster, to $160 million. They purposely tanked last year to get a higher pick in the draft, told Dame to sit the second half of the season, or you know the end of the season so that they can get a higher pick and using a trade to help Dame. And instead, they took a 19-year-old. Okay, First of all, you want to talk about messed up? Where's the memo to the Trailblazers saying, hey, don't sit your star player the last 20 games to tank because that's not okay. Where's the memo for the Trailblazers about that, okay? So Dame wanted to stay in Portland. He signed the extension under a promise that the Blazers were going to help him. They did not abide by their promise. So Dame should say, hey, I want to leave this situation, okay? And if he wants to pick one team, he wants to pick one team because that's what they all do, okay? There might they, We heard the Knicks were interested in James Harden for like an hour, and then that went out the window, and now it's only the Clippers, Okay, it's always one team that these guys want to go to. So back to this, right? So we already talked about Portland didn't hold up to their end of the bargain. So therefore, if Dame wants out, it's completely justifiable. Okay, not to mention that everybody's been telling Dame to ask out for years. But now that he wants to go to Miami, it's not okay. And don't give me that one team BS because that's what they all do. Anyways, let's say Dame doesn't sign that extension, right? Let, let's say, you know, he just keeps signing one year deals with Portland, that type of thing that like, like LeBron's been doing. Are they going to get any free agents now that Dame's future is essentially up in the air every single year? Because that's something they used to say about LeBron. They used to say, hey, LeBron is hurting his teams because nobody's going to want to come play with him when he might just leave in a year. They would have been saying the same thing about Damian Lillard. They would have been saying, hey, uh, Dame, we know you want to win. We know you want to bring free agents to Portland. Well, why don't you lock in your future there? Because if you don't lock in your future, nobody's going to come. Nobody's going to sign with Portland knowing you might leave the next year. So guess what Dame did? Dame signed his extension, locked in his future with Portland, had a promise they would make the team better, and now that they're not doing that, he wants out. Justifiably so. Uh, Let me see what else I got on this list here. Um, So I want to know where this report came, or what, what called for this memo to even be sent out in the first place. I've heard a couple rumors Obviously, Joe Cronin is the main one. People are saying maybe even Mark Cuban because he always seems to tattle on the heat. He does not like us at all, uh, which is kind of unfortunate because I kind of do like Mark Cuban. Obviously, mostly from Shark Tank. I think he's hilarious. Seems like a good guy, but he does not like the Miami Heat. That's fine. They're rivals. They met in the finals multiple times. People are saying it could be Dan Gilbert. Uh, He's the, the GM or owner of the Cavaliers, whatever. And 
this is this would not be the first time that he ratted on the Heat or you know tried to get the league to step in because he didn't like what Miami's doing. Back when Miami got the big three, obviously they took LeBron from Cleveland. He complained how they were able to fit all these guys under the cap and they were taking less money and it wasn't fair and he was crying to the league. So they instilled all these new cap rules to stop big threes from forming as easily, I guess, uh, which actually turned out to backfire on him because then he ended up getting his own big three with LeBron in Cleveland, obviously. So then he had to pay all those luxury tap uh, or luxury cap penalties that he cried about should be instilled in the first place. But I personally believe this is coming from the Blazers side, Joe Cronin, which is very unfortunate, I think, if you're a Blazers fan. Because all those stars we mentioned before, Anthony Davis, James Harden, KD, when they wanted a specific team, those GMs abided by their request and sent them there. And not always for the greatest package either. Because James Harden in Houston, who you could say has a similar status to Dame in Portland. Obviously, I'd say Dame's status in Portland is much bigger but still, James Harden was in Houston a long time, never won a championship, but they had some really good runs and years there. They traded him to the Nets for three first-round picks, like Karis Laver, who didn't even end up there, Rodney Karukas, and a bunch of meaningless swaps. So for nothing. Essentially, three first-round picks and nothing else, which is worse than the, the supposed Miami offer that none of these Portland fans like. That's the market, though. I hate to break it to you. Regardless, if all those GMs abided by their star players' request, and Joe Cronin doesn't for Damian Lillard, who's done nothing but busted his ass and been loyal to the to the highest degree for 11 straight years with Portland. And you've done nothing to help him, but he stuck there. He, he, he stuck by your side or the, the, the organization side. I think Cronin's only been the GM officially for two years, so clearly he doesn't know what he's doing. But regardless, we all know what Damian Lillard means to the Trailblazers. So for that organization to not do right by him, when all these other GMs do that, that's not a good look for Portland. From a PR standpoint, I don't know how they can recover from that. I've talked multiple times about when the Heat let D-Wade walk because they didn't want to pay him and they prioritized KD and Whiteside. It hurt us for many years and they obviously had to start this whole Heat lifer campaign and overpay that whole squad with Deion Wade and James Johnson to, to get that bad image off them. We've talked about that. But this that's a different situation. They just kind of didn't want to pay Dwayne Wade as much because he was an older player. Not a good look, but not as bad as what the Trailblazers are doing to Damian Lillard. To not to being so stubborn, to not send him where he wants to go. And, and people are going to say Miami's offer is trash. I mean, we can get into that a little bit. First of all, you have no idea what Miami's offering. I've, I've had Portland fans say, hey, we want to do right by him, but just tell Miami to stop being stubborn. Tell them to stop being cheap. Put everything on the table. We don't know if they have. But what we do know from the actual credit reporting of guys like Shams, has said Portland is unwilling to pick up the phone. Portland is the one being stubborn. So we have no idea what Miami's even offering. And I'll tell you what, if you want to sit there and say, hey, Miami has nothing that Portland wants, shut up. Shut up. Because what other offer are you going to get? You acting like Damian Lillard is some 27-year-old player on a minimum contract. No. He's 33 years old getting paid an average of $50 million for the next four years. He's going to be getting paid over $60 million when he's 37 years old. So no team in general is going to want to pay that, not even the Miami Heat, let alone a team where that, that he doesn't want to play for. Okay, So let's stop acting like some Damian Lillard is the greatest prospect of all time and, and everyone would be lucky to have him and give up a million first-round picks to get him. Okay, Let's stop acting like there's no flaws there. Okay, So Miami's not offering Hayward Highsmith in a second. 
Okay, I'm sure they're offering the three first, whatever they can get from Tyler, maybe one of the young guys, Jovic and Hame. If you want both, take them or not. I'm sorry. Do you got a better, do you, do you got a better offer out there? If you do, then show me. Because as of right now, no other team has made any offers. That's what we've heard. Nor, nor do I think they will. Nor, and I don't think this stupid memo is going to change anything because, yeah, now publicly Dame had to say, yeah, I'll play for any team. But the, lead, the, lead, the other teams know what's up. I don't think those other GMs are, are as stupid. So can the Trailblazers' whole organization recover after something like this? I mean, I don't know. Obviously, they weren't getting a ton of free agents anyways, but they have guys on the roster now. Guys who this is going to be in the back of their head when it comes time to sign an extension or when they want to decide if they want to leave or go to another team or not. It might piss off the fans. They might stop going to games. I don't know. I just don't think this is a good look the way they're treating Damian Lillard. Again, because I know I'm going to get comments right now saying, oh, we're not going to trade him for, for peanuts from Miami. That's not what Miami's doing, all right? That's not what Miami's doing. Now, for people that are listening to this now and saying that I might be in shambles and we're screwed, no, no, no. First of all, Miami's been to two NBA finals in the last four years. I'm not desperate, okay? If anyone should be a little, little salty, I should be your team who hasn't done nothing in the playoffs in I don't know how long, since Bill Walton, okay? That's the last time y'all did anything, you know, winning win a ring. So don't tell me that I'm the desperate one. Uh, also, I think this makes Miami's chances better to land Damian Lillard. I'm quite honest with you, because as you hear the tone in my voice and how annoyed I am at this whole situation... Imagine how Dame is feeling. Dame knows James Harden got his way. The same James Harden that wore a fat suit in Houston or put on a ton of weight, let himself go, and made that kind of mess. And they still abided by his, they, they still abided by his request. And Dame Lillard's been nothing but loyal and busted his ass for 11 years like we've been saying this whole time. And he's the one that gets disrespected. He's the one that the league comes out with a whole memo to say, no, this isn't okay. You can't be happy. You think that's going to make Dame say, fine, I'll go somewhere else then? No, I think he's going to be pissed. Now, again, if this is a message from Joe Cronin to the league, can their whole image recover? That remains to be seen still. And they, I do want to mention, too, they said the penalty, if this was to happen again, is like $150,000. Shout out to Ethan Skolnick. They, they did the math earlier. Uh, if Dame's getting paid $50 million a year, if you divide that by the amount of games... $150,000 comes to like one quarter of one game. So do you think Dame is going to to risk being where he wants to be for essentially a quarter of a game check? No. If he, if he has to come out and, pub, and personally say, send me to Miami, if he says that himself and now he has to pay $150,000 fine, I think he would do that if it came to it. But Dame can make it messy. He can go sit down with his boys, Chris Haynes. He could spill out all the secrets and lies that Portland was telling him and how they did nothing that they said they were going to do. He can go out there and say, hey, what about Harden? What about Anthony Davis? Why am I the one being persecuted? He can come out and say that. He can make it messy. He could pull a Jimmy Butler with what Jimmy Butler did in Minnesota and beat in the third stringers and then or beat in the starters with the third stringers and then go speaking to Rachel Nichols five minutes later. He could do that. But good for Joe Cronin. He got his message out to the league. He was crying and it worked. But why would the NBA want to make a villain out of Damian Lillard? I don't know. Dame's been nothing but the best role model for the game of basketball. But then nowhere in the memo didn't mention James Harden. We keep going back to James Harden. That dude's a bum. That dude's been nothing but disrespectful to the game of basketball. But no mention of him with all this stuff that he has going on. 
He's doing the same thing Dame is, but that's not okay. The hypocrisy there is just beyond me. That, to me, is why it's very clear the league is anti-Miami. I mean, there's a couple other examples throughout history. Uh, shout out to Ethan Skolnick's podcast as well. He brought these. He brought this one up earlier about Jawan Howard, I think back in like 1996, so two years before I was born, but I'm aware of the story. Apparently, they had Jawan Howard signed to the team, who was a very good player back then, 20 plus points per game, like you know, he was good. You know, he was actually good compared to when Miami actually got him when he was like 40 years old. But anyways, they had him signed. Everything was a done deal. But then the NBA vetoed the the signing like a week later because they said that Miami did something out of order. When it wasn't true, th- there's a lot of details into it. You can go look it up. Maybe I'll have a video about it. But they screwed over Miami back then. And then I talked about the Kyle Lowry last video, how the Heat got, got penalized a second round pick for tampering when one... That's what every single team does. Now, I don't really like the argument that, oh, every team does bad things, so I should be able to do bad things and and get away with it. That's fine. If you want to say Miami tampered and they should get penalized, fine. But why didn't the Toronto Raptors get penalized for tampering? You could have said they uh, they tampered for Goran Dragic because it takes two teams to to tamper when you're talking about a trade. They talking back and forth. So how did one team lose a draft pick and the other team didn't? That makes no sense to me. It's completely, completely unfair. Another time, the league's screwing over Miami. And now they're getting another chance to do it again because for some reason, they don't like when Pat Riley does his thing. Maybe it's because he left their beloved market in New York Knicks 30 years ago. Maybe that's why they don't like Pat Riley and they're holding it against him now. That's all I got for this video. I really think I covered everything. It's possible I didn't. And I'm sure there'll be a bunch of comments telling me something that I already answered in this video too, but whatever, I still do with it. I try to answer most of them I can from the Heat fans and from the Portland fans. At the end of the day, I do appreciate all of y'all because you are supporting this channel and it does mean a lot to me. So if you do enjoy what I'm saying, leave a like, helps the algorithm push this out to other people and subscribe, help me get to 3K. That is much appreciated as well. Yesterday, I dropped a fire Tyler Hero rap where basically I'm rapping from both perspectives of the fans that love him and the fans that hate him. Started with the pro, you already know. Ba ba ba, that's my baby go. Give and get buckets, that's quid pro quo. Watch you on the top 10 list, Mojo. Uh, I posted just the song as a video, and then I posted a video about Tyler Hero with the song at the end. So y'all can check out either one of those if you want to hear the rap. But I'll see y'all next time. Haters going at ya, talking about catcher. Y'all ain't even real, can't fill out the capture. Freak accident, wrist fracture. Just wait for the hero come back like a back shot. Haters keep taking it personal. They insecure and they thinking they hurt. You earned your success, so their hate's ineffective. But I wanna rap from their perspective. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.